Hi and welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week 16. This week the podcast is delayed by a day. The reason is it was national holiday in Lithuania yesterday. In addition to that, all my podcast equipment is packed down due to reconstruction where I do the podcast. Hopefully everything will be back as normal next week, but for this week you will only be able to see uh, my screen recordings. And I guess the sound may not be optimal. But you will bear with that, because the main thing is, how will this week be? Will it be yet another red week? Last week I told you it would be a red week. It became a red week. Will this week be the same? Whatever is left of the week. And what about trading tips? We will get back to uh, all of this uh, shortly. What I can tell you is that uh, Tesla might uh, continue up from today's level Ending last week at 985, I thought Tesla might go down to 950. Apple, Microsoft, almost on target, but Bitcoin did not do as well as I hoped. The trading tips, well, they have performed more or less like I thought already two weeks ago. It has been slow, but one of them is already up 16%. Actually, almost 18%, and that is GTE. We will get back to that ticker, the full name, and what I think will happen forward. But first, we'll do as usual. We'll go through the market. What can we expect for the market uh, ahead of us this week? Then drop quickly through some of the technical analysis of Apple, Microsoft, and Tesla, Bitcoin, and Dogecoin. And at the very end, of course, the trading tips. First, Stay tuned for the disclaimer, then I will be back with a market review. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. Last week became yet another red week, just as expected. Nasdaq was down 2.76%, ending the week at 13,332. Question now is, will it fall below 13,000 and head into the 12,000 territory? Dow Jones did a little bit better. Actually, Dow Jones has been doing better for many, many weeks now. It's been tech stocks that have been hammered because Dow Jones was only down 0.89% last week, ending at 34,411. And the question I will try to answer is exactly will it be a red or will it be a green week? And you may wonder, well, is it that important because it's the single stocks that are most important, the trade that you want to do. Well, if the market is negative, it is so much harder to do good trades than if the market is positive. And these things you should put into your uh, overall thinking, into your overall strategy, because the best thing actually is when there is an expectation on the red market, be much more careful, be much more thorough, even go less on your investments. Wait it out because red markets is usually an opportunity, especially if you manage to take them at the very low. Because after some red, there will be some green. But no, Nasdaq been red for three weeks. 
and uh, is down more than 6% over these three weeks. The question is, as I said, will it be a red or will it be a green week? I will try to answer that. I will do uh, two things. I will look at some fundamental stuff, then I will do a technical uh, analysis of the chart. And combined with these things, I will try to make a qualified conclusion. And uh, the one thing, uh, of course, that is in the media is the Ukraine conflict. And uh, I told you, I don't know how long it is. It must be more than a year ago I told you this conflict would come and that it would uh, trigger the market. The thing now is that uh, Russia is on the second offensive. And being on the second offensive means that there should be coming more negative news. The news uh, that you should be most worried about is news that could uh, indicate some sort of negative escalation. We know that uh, Europe, US now, is trying to put more heavy weapons into Ukraine, not going directly, but giving Ukraine money so they can buy heavy weapon and then per se not uh, involve NATO or EU as much into the transaction. The thing is that uh, it's very hard to see that Putin will tolerate this. He will most likely, or Russia will most likely react some way. There are some speculations that they will try to bomb one of these uh, aid convoys, military aid convoys, could even try to do it outside Ukraine as a pre-warning that they will not accept like heavy tanks coming in to Russia. This is highly uh, possible and you should uh, keep uh, a close eye to whatever happens in Ukraine now because if we get that scary scenario that signals escalation or possible signaling, uh, uh, signaling um, Escalation, it will hit the markets hard. It doesn't matter what the, if it's totally realistic or not. If these news are that it might happen, we should see some heavy falls. And uh, just to put this into a bigger context, that stock must be analyzed more than uh, 38,000 tickers or something like that. And we give these buy and sell signals. And every week I tell you how many buy signals there is. And uh, right now it's 23% buy signals. Last week was 25. And I try to give you a reason. What does this mean? And just to give you an example, last week most uh, numbers of buy signals fell. Right now there is 40% buy signals at uh, Nasdaq. It's very very low. London is down to 22. Chess in China uh, is down at 10. Tokyo at 20. Uh, New York Stock Exchange at 24. They are very, very low. It means that uh, we are getting close to a place where things is oversold. It's too uh, depressive. And usually we'll have a reaction up and I will say it's a super buying opportunity. The thing is that when uh, these signals are so low, we know that there is a huge scare in the market. And usually when people are in some sort of panic mode, um, it is easy to give in. You just need one really bad news and you can have these extreme falls, 3%, 5%. I've seen them many times enough because I've been long enough uh, in the trading game. These really, really huge uh, falls. Last time we had something somewhat similar was of course in the beginning of COVID. 
and the, the Ukraine when the Ukraine conflict started. But these red days where the market just go too far down. We are uh, currently at a situation where this may happen. And it just needs a, a, a certain news to trigger that uh, event. And that is why I want you to keep an eye, of course, on the Ukraine conflict, because I think that is the one thing that really can push us. We know that there will be a conflict most likely between Taiwan and Taiwan, China and Taiwan coming up, in addition to a lot of other things, big things. The general thing is that the market and the fundamental news is not positive by any means uh, right now. And uh, one thing is the oil price. I told you last week, I think, despite what Biden is doing, pushing out billions of barrels of oil together with um, other European countries, it will not help. And last week, oil went up by $10, currently trading around $106. And I think oil will just continue upwards. And I'm pretty sure that any minute now, we will have a situation where Putin actually may uh, stop uh, or reduce gas deliveries quite drastically to Europe and that will put especially Germany in a very severe situation. It's one of these things that can come uh, popping up and that will have some very serious uh, consequences. The 10-year Treasury yield uh, also went up uh, by 15 points last week at 286 now, but it's very, very uh, still very low compared to where everyone thinks it will be due to the higher inflation. And uh, I always speak about inflation because it's such an uh, important thing. And the high oil price will just mean higher fuel prices, higher energy prices. And of course, that will just keep that bad inflation spiraling. And I believe it was Warren Buffett said uh, that said, I am more worried about inflation than world war. What that means, well, inflation is really an economic killer and you can have a recession by the end of a huge inflation going over to stagflation then into a recession. And everything, as we speak, looks like we might head into a recession. I personally think that will be the case. And as I told you last uh, week and even the weeks before, I think that by the end of April, we will see the first job numbers start to come in in negative territory and it will just get worse from that point on. So, uh, as I also said, I think all these things will push gold much higher because gold is a safe haven. I have a personal target of 2500 for gold. And gold went up $38 last week, trading at $1,985 right now. And uh, I think it was yesterday, I saw it above 2000 has been above 2000 a few weeks ago, then bouncing up and down, but currently and more or less steadily growing up. And I think it's just a matter of time before we are well above 2000. We will see. But gold seems like safe heaven to me in a situation where inflation is dominating. And these things, they will come into the Q results. I'm pretty sure that uh, from now on, we will see more and more companies uh, doing pre-warnings for the Q results where they will uh, say that they will not meet the estimated targets that were set earlier due to sanctions in Russia. Many companies had to take a huge loss, closing all their businesses in Russia and are affected 
Otherwise, by these things and these losses, they had to be put into the books, meaning that they will have to put them out in the public in the Q results. And before that happens, if there is a major change to the Q results, they will have to pre-announce it. And I think we will just see more and more of that. So from a fundamental point of view, it's time to go over to the technical picture. But from a fundamental point of view, you can hear me slightly negative, means that I don't manage to see why uh, we should get into a very, very good period as is uh, for the stock market. From a fundamental point of view, there is really no reason why the Russian war should end uh, this week, the Ukraine war should end this week. It will most likely just keep pushing forward. And uh, even the United States says that it can last uh, a year. Who really knows? So from a fundamental point of view, I don't manage to see uh, any reason why the market should go uh, up this week. That uh, brings us uh, to the chart. Uh, and if we look at the chart, if you're listening to me at uh, uh, some podcasts, you can also see this uh, in video format at YouTube where you'll see the charts and usually you also see me. But as I said, this week, I do not have all the equipment. But the chart uh, indicates two things. First off, we can tell that uh, Nasdaq is moving horizontal between 12,500 and 14,600 points. The other thing is that now uh, it has a sell signal from the short term and the long term moving average, giving a so-called death star, indicating that we should get further down. But the relative strength index is very low, it's 31, and usually we get into some small minor buying opportunity for a week, maybe two, when we are hitting this low. Last time was in uh, around February 15th. And the Nasdaq had three, four very nice days after. And then it was back in March 7, 8, when Nasdaq fell all the way to 12,500 and then went up more than 2,000 points. We are getting close to the point where it's a fair chance that things may turn up. And uh, you heard me before saying uh, that it's so important that the next bottom is higher than the previous. And this is the case right now. We need to see Nasdaq go up from today's level. That will be a good sign because then it's most likely to head back uh, up, uh, maybe even to the 15,000, 16,000 range. But we need it to happen now because below today's level, there is very little uh, support. And given the right thing, it will just fall very hard until 12,800, later 12,600. And uh, just to repeat that as well, I told you the sell signals, uh, sorry, the buy signals were very, very few buy signals, much sell signals. And this, again, is the situation we just need some bad news. It doesn't have to be the biggest one. And you will see markets just uh, push downwards. Volume is following market. Not very good, I would say, so we cannot draw any real uh, conclusion from the volume itself. Some signs that market may actually touch up from today's level, but if it touches up, it will find so much resistance, even just uh, at 13,400, then at 13,600, 13,800, 14,000, so the ride up should be a very, very slow one. There is no reason why we should see a huge fast movement upwards. 
But come again, the most important thing is that we will have a bottom higher than 12,580. Looking at the chart, it's uh, indicating more or less the same as the fundamental picture. It is somewhat hard uh, terrain, all this resistance above, very little support below. And I think that we will have to be uh, braced for yet another red week. And I think this time it may go as low as 12,600, most likely 12,800, we will see. And uh, I think by the end of the week, Nasdaq will be somewhere between 12,800 and 13,000 points. So let's say that we believe Nasdaq will end at 12,850 points by the end of the week. You should keep in mind two things uh, to end this uh, analysis that uh, with no uh, support below, the fall can be very hard and very fast. So to me, it looks like it will be a very volatile week. Uh, hopefully we will push upwards uh, and if we push upwards it will be most likely a slow movement so right now the risk reward is for further fall i think we'll leave it by that and just look how the charts for uh, microsoft apple bitcoin tesla is looking We will start with Apple as we always do. And last week I told you I thought Apple would end the week at $162. Apple uh, ending at $165.29, so I was off by $3 for the Apple target. But Apple moved more or less like I uh, thought it would. And it looks very much like the Nasdaq chart, not so strange at all uh, due to the size uh, of this companies they better reflect the market it will be somewhat the same uh, here uh, there is sell signals from the short-term moving average the long-term moving average and if uh, apple doesn't go up today there will be a sell signals from the relation between the two moving averages last time it was a sell signal was back in uh, february 16th and uh, nasdaq uh, sorry apple then fell from around 170 to 150 dollars it got a buy signals from the same moving averages uh, back in March 20th and went up from 165 to 178 and now we are heading towards a sell signal. Volume is following the stock almost somewhat good and uh, compared to uh, Nasdaq, Apple actually has some support below today's level which means that I don't think there will be a very huge, very fast fall uh, for Apple, if things go down, relative strength index is getting very close to oversold. Like Nasdaq, when it was that low, same time for periods, it had an upturn, but it can move further down before it goes up. Support, as I said, where it is today, later at 160, 155, and on the upside, there are some assistance around 168. 170 and 173 and 175, indicating to me a horizontal move between, let's say, 160 and 170 for the week, ending uh, towards the lower part uh, of that. So I'll reduce uh, the target this week uh, from 162 last week. I will reduce the target to 160. 
and uh, we will just continue straight on to Microsoft and if we look at Microsoft we should see uh, more or less the same Microsoft took a more uh, deeper fall uh, than Apple last week and actually it fell a little bit more than I thought because I had a target of 284 and uh, Microsoft ended at 279.83 so I was $4 uh, off uh, for uh, Microsoft. And if you look at the chart, we can see that uh, the stock is getting to the bottom of the trend. That is usually a good buying opportunity. And I think Microsoft, if not this week, maybe the next week, it should be a buying opportunity for those who love Microsoft. And on the upside, it faces the resistance at 287, 295, and 300. On the downside, it uh, finds some support where it is today, then later at 275. Also here, relative strength index is getting low. And again, again, just repeat uh, all over again, when the relative strength index are this low, is usually a buying opportunity. So we are getting close to where it might be a swing trade opportunity but also the place where when things go down, it can go really fast down. To me, uh, since uh, Microsoft fell more than expected last week, uh, I think that we are close to some short-term bottom. Sell signals from the short-term moving average, long-term moving average, even sell signals from the relation between the two of them also called a death cross indicating that uh, there shouldn't be any real upside for Microsoft anytime soon. But there is a swing trade between 280 and 290, even up to 295, so there are money to be made if you're able to time your trade correct. Personally, I think that Microsoft will move somewhere between 272 and 292 for the week. I think that will be the interval Microsoft will move. And uh, ending the week somewhere uh, not so far from where it is today, my best guess is $278. So that will be the target uh, for Microsoft 278, and I've been reducing, reducing the target uh, for weeks uh, Microsoft and then there is uh, Tesla and I had a look at Tesla a little bit earlier today and I liked what I saw. To me it looks like uh, Tesla might continue upwards and if you look at the chart we see that Tesla is in a slight rising trend. It moved perfectly up from a double bottom at $276. Uh, as a buy signals from the short-term moving average, long-term moving average, relative strength index is getting low at 39. It's not oversold, so it can still fall some more. But our system have identified a pivot bottom at $975, which is a good uh, thing. It fell from being overbought at 11.45. It's colored red in the chart, uh, so I recommend you to watch the YouTube version. Uh, because you'll see the charts and you'll see what I speak about. And it was color red, that's our way to say that it's overbought on the relative strength index, and usually then you will have a correction down. So everything happening in Tesla was total natural correction down. Now it's turning up just above the middle of the trend, and that is also usually a 
good signal. But it may uh, fall down, you never know. But if it does, it has very good support at 950, 900, 850, 800. And very little resistance above uh, up until 1200. So right now we are in a situation where there is little resistance above, good support below, and that is usually something good. I would say any trade around 950 should be a good risk reward for Tesla and even today's level may pose a buying opportunity because as is the chart shows uh, that most likely Tesla should uh, continue upwards. I think the very low for the week will be 950 and the very high will be somewhere upwards around 1150 and uh, I think I'll have to put a, a more positive target for Tesla, believing Tesla will end at 1050 by the end of the week. If markets uh, go into a dreadful fall, having some super red days, that will affect Tesla, uh, doesn't help which stock it is. But that good support between 800 and 950 should take off some uh, of that the, help the stock and will just be an even better buying opportunity if it happens. Then there is Bitcoin, Dogecoin before I will give you today's, uh, this week's trading tips. And looking at uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin did not manage to do as well as I uh, hoped last week, but it's in the bottom of a falling trend and should continue upwards. Relative strength index being low. As a sell signals from the long-term moving average, but a buy signals from the short-term moving average. Faces lots and lots of resistance uh, every single dollar upwards to 48,000, so it will be a slow ride. There is nothing indicating that it will be very fast. Right now, it looks to me like being a very good uh, buying opportunity and uh, at a very good risk reward. If uh, it falls down, Find some support at 40, later at 38, and then 36. If it breaks below 40, it's not a good thing because then it will also break that slight rising trend, which we want to continue with. In. Uh, I've been too uh, optimistic, uh, but I will uh, keep uh, having an optimistic view for uh, Bitcoin last week, I thought it will end at $46,000, but ending at $40,000, I was way off. I'll have to reduce a little bit, and I will keep a target this week for $44,000 for Bitcoin. Quick look uh, at the Dogecoin. And uh, I use Dogecoin just to represent all these other smaller coins. And Dogecoin uh, is... I would say almost interesting because as I told you when everything was going down, 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 what you want to see is a huge increase in the volume in uh, Dogecoin and that will be a buying opportunity. And Dogecoin is following the volume very nicely. It had that volume peak when it peaked up to $17 and I think that that falling trend is broken, which represents that 11 cent. And I think that from this point uh, on, we should see Dogecoin continue upwards and soon break out of the falling trend. Target for uh, next week uh, will be moderate. I think that we will see Dogecoin somewhere around 15, 16 cents. So let's say uh, 16 cents by the end uh, of the week. And that uh, brings us to uh, the trading tips.
And one of the trading tips I gave you last week, I told you a little bit about it, was Grantier Energy. And uh, that one did exactly what it should and is up so far 17.88 in my portfolio. But some of the other stocks are in minus, and if you just keep out for the last five minutes, you will know exactly how things went. Because coming up is the trading tips. Then we are at the very last part of the podcast, and it's the trading tips. What are the stocks that I want to buy this week, which I think will do good? Well, uh, I will not buy any stocks this week, and I will give you the reasoning why. And the reason is, I have five trades open, because none of my previous trades last week has been closed yet, and I think they are a good buy. I will not get a higher exposure into the market. I will keep these five trading tips, and I will walk you through them uh, one by one. We will start with the first, which... uh, I got back two weeks ago, all script healthcare solution, MDRX. And I got into MDRX at $22.6. Currently ending Friday at 22.11, it's down 2.17%. But as I said then, and I will repeat now, I thought that stock would hold good if markets went down. As you know, markets went down these two weeks. The reasoning was then it had very good support below, and that was the thing that I was looking to have. Something that has the potential for the upside, but if it goes sideways, uh, meaning the market's going down, it will hold water somewhat good. So I uh, still have um, all skipped health uh, solutions in my portfolio and if you look at the chart we will see that it's in a rising trend it is at very good support levels where it is buy signals from the short term uh, sorry the long term moving average and i think it will just continue upwards volume is more or less almost dead exactly what i want to see because i want to see uh, volume and price following each other like it's doing now moving sideways slowly down volume is almost at the floor makes me believe that it will turn anytime soon. And uh, if I bought it two weeks think, two weeks ago thinking it was good, it's an even better buy now, in my opinion. So if you don't have Allscript Healthcare Solution, MDRX, it might be one of the stocks that you want to look at. If it managed to go about $23, that will be somewhere around 3-4%. It should move quite fast uh, upwards. And uh, in this case, that's exactly what I want. I want that solid uh, support below, little resistance above, in the hope that if markets give a green day or uh, some breathing space, we should see uh, this stock move upwards. The other stock also bought in week 14 was ETRN. And uh, ETRN is Equitrans Midstream. And I told you the reason why I would buy that, because it's in the right sector. It was based on that, together with that very, very good support uh, below. And uh, I bought uh, ETRN at 848. 
uh, currently it's ending at 8.47 so it is down 0.12% or more or less totally unchanged for last two weeks I've been sitting two weeks in the stock that currently just is at the same level as I bought it I bought it a little bit uh, early but it did exactly what it should do when markets went really uh, down it held water and now it looks even better than any time before because now it's again pushing up to the level where it's no resistance just managed to break 860 there will be absolutely no resistance up to 1050 and i think it will take that gap that was the gap i was something two weeks ago and i think more than ever that it's uh, possible now volume following the stock nicely relative strength index is coming from the bottom everything looks very good uh, as i see it and especially has that support below because if we head into and if it happens as i mentioned four times already in this podcast if we get into this very very bad red days i think this is a stock that will hold a little bit better than most stocks it will be hammered but doing better and the losses will be less and that is the name of the game reduce your losses increase your gains that's what we're trying to do so this will be my second uh, stock tip for the week, ETRM, Equitrans Midstream Corporation. I'm already in, uh, and I think it is a very good opportunity, as is. And then there is last week, there was three stocks last week, which I said I thought could do good. It was Nevida, GTE, uh, Gran Terra, and Sumerica. And I was a little uh, uncertain about a few of them and also about the market as such. And let's start with NVIDIA. I bought NVIDIA at uh, 217.50 and currently it's trading at 217.83. So it's up 15, 0.15%. Haven't made any money, hardly even covered the commission. But uh, that was uh, more or less also what i expected and i really like what i see in the video i think it's a super super chance to get a good gain in the video it was as low as 21 of the relative strength index hasn't been that low for ages it might still fall you never know but it's picking up currently picking up from the same bottom our systems indicate a double bottom formation indicating a very strong gain forward i'm not sure it will be that high Personally, I'm just hunting around 5 to 10%. That's where I will be super happy. Lots and lots and lots of resistance above. Shouldn't be a very fast journey upwards, but I think it might be a solid one. On the downside, finds only some support where it is uh, today and down to 212. So be prepared. Uh, this may... Uh, very easily fall if market starts to fall harder you will see nevida fall hard as well so it can go both ways but i like what i see and i think it is a good buying opportunity as is even for this week and then there is gte and uh, if i remember correctly what i told you last week the only thing that worried me was that it was somewhat love volume but it is in the right sector because i as i said i thought oil will just continue upwards despite all this rubbish talk from governments about pushing barrels and fixing everything uh, it's like that transistory uh, inflation thing it is just an attempt to keep 
the market's call. And uh, right now, uh, it is at $1.78. I bought GTE at $151, currently up 17.88%. So last week, uh, we'll get to some medical very soon, but last week was a green week despite Nasdaq being red. Uh, the three trades I made ended up green, and even with 14, week 14, I have managed to keep my green strike going simply because the runner is running and uh, I don't have those huge uh, losing stocks. Looking at uh, Grand Tierra Energy, I think it's a fair chance that it can continue much higher. That last fall in the volume indicated that it might fall down to one cent if it does. It would be a very good time opportunity. Anywhere between 1.6 and 1.7 dollars should be a very good opportunity because everything is indicating that this stock should just continue upwards. Pricing on short-term moving average, long-term moving average is within the rising trend. No resistance above today's level, just some the next dollar, but after that it's free ride uh, all the way up. And I think. This one can yield very, very strong. I will not be surprised if this will yield me another 50%, but we will uh, wait and see. And uh, as the trading tips for this week, uh, I would say at current level, it's okay trading tips, but especially if it falls a little back and you can get it around $1.6, $1.7, it should be super. This will be just like I told you last week uh, about board drilling. If it fell down to below four, you should buy because it should be a good opportunity and it was a really a good opportunity. Same thing here, anything around 1.6, 1.7 will be a very good opportunity. Current level represents somewhat okay level. It's very nice if you're in like I am because we will just ride the ride as long as it lasts. And then there was the last trip, which is uh, Sumerica. And uh, if you remember a few weeks back, we made a nice profit in Sumerica. And uh, I thought that getting back at the 0.30, last time we bought at the same level, it got up to 36, we banged, so 10, 12, 14% or whatever it was. And I thought that it would be the same opportunity now, and I think it still is, but this is a high-risk stock with huge movements. But I think these levels is a buying opportunity. You will have a fair chance. Is trying to find that uh, sweet spot when to exit. Currently trading uh, just below 0.3, so it's having me at a 3.61% loss so far in America because I bought at 30.5 cents and currently is trading at 29.4 cents. Is uh, one of these stocks. Uh, that just moves and it's penny stock, high risk. Last week was a good opportunity. I think this week is an even better opportunity. It has been turning up at 28 cents, 29 cents. And if it managed to turn now and do as it did the last time, it should maybe go up 5 to 10 cents. And that should give you anywhere from, let's say, 12 to 20 I think it will be a week uh, where it will be profit and it might be closed somewhere during the week. It will be very exciting to see. 
that was uh, the trading tips for this week. Uh, no new. Uh, you heard me mention that I think Tesla might be a very good buying opportunity. But it will not be my specific tips uh, for the week. Uh, but keep an eye on Tesla. And, uh, everything is looking at least much better in Tesla. So we are at the very end uh, of this podcast. I'm sorry that I was not able to record it as usual. The very reason for that, and it's also the reason for the delay. You will have this podcast on a Tuesday and not on a Monday. But you heard me 1078 podcasts every single Monday now for more than two years. So you can bear with a one-day delay. Most important, I hope you had a very good Easter. And uh, I hope you start to understand that you need strategies. You need to think a bit, a bit long-term. It doesn't matter if you invest only $100 or if you invest $10,000, $100,000, even a million dollars. It's still the na- same name of the game. You have to have a strategy. You have to think very clearly what you do and give reasoning why you buy uh, And uh, preferably, you should uh, have exit strategies. What are the strategies for when to exit the stock? I've been talking uh, 107 podcasts about stop loss. Use trailing stop loss or stop loss. It will save you uh, from losses because that's the one thing that really kills all portfolio. It's a stock just continue to fall, fall, fall and not turning when you hope. And when you finally sell, it goes up after you have taken a loss of 40, 50, 60%. Use stop loss and uh, let the runners run for as long as you can. You can use trailing stop loss. For the forthcoming podcast, we will also start to talk a little bit about exit strategies. What are we looking for? And in preparation of that, you can always go to uh, watch uh, my YouTube channel and look at uh, the things I say about accumulated volume. Because support resistance, you hear me mentioning this in all podcasts, there is resistance at this level and support at this level. They really play very well in. And I have made a short video, you will find it at jimstumbery.com, where I speak uh, a little bit about uh, accumulated volume, how to read it, how to understand it. It's a few minutes uh, video. And you should watch it because for the future podcast, we will talk more about exit strategies. Until next week, I hope, really hope you will have a green week that you will be able to do far better than me and bank in some very good uh, gains uh, and continue to grow your portfolio. If you are on the red side that you are just having one loss after the other, try not to dig yourself into the cellar. Try to uh, reorganize your thought, accept the losses. You just have to find that uh, bottom, get out of the stocks that doesn't work. Regroup, rethink, and go in with new uh, initiative. It will all solve in the end. Until next week, have a super week, and we will speak. Bye.